Hi, this is Maura. Welcome to What Counts, a podcast by Trailblazer Consulting. In this podcast, we talk about our experiences working with different clients, helping them to put together their information management programs. We talk about the problems we've encountered, challenges that we've overcome, innovative ideas that we've come up with with our clients and that they've introduced us to. And today we're going to talk about bringing all the pieces together. And I'm doing the introduction today because as we've been listening to the last round of episodes and Lee and I were talking about how all these different pieces are coming together, we realized that there's themes that are running through, but it's evolved. We've been working on this for a few months now, and you've been right there with us and we appreciate it. So today we want to talk about bringing together some of the themes. And if you listen to our episode on the framework, you know that we attack information management from multiple directions. And we promised that we were going to talk about how you could prioritize attacking your information management problems. And then we jumped right into some attack episodes on how can we attack the problems and we skipped right over the how. So we're stepping back and we're giving you that in this episode. And I've come up with three approaches to prioritization. And I'm just going to throw them out there. And then Lee, you can react before we go into each one. Hello, everyone. This is Lee. And Maura, that sounds like a great plan. First one I think that we have used a lot with clients is a risk tolerance assessment where we bring together different stakeholders in the organization. We identify key risks with them. They bring up their, their ideas on risk, what they've seen. And then we systematically walk through the potential impact, the probability of the risk occurring, and together determine the organization's tolerance for that risk. Second approach that I thought we could talk about maybe is the find your data approach. This is especially helpful for organizations that are more than 10 years old or that have grown a lot by acquisition because they got stuff everywhere. So if you're in an organization like that, you probably know what I'm talking about. You've got old file servers, you might have new cloud-based information in SharePoint or some other cloud um, situation, <laughs> it's a cloud uh, product, and you're just not sure where everything is and you're pretty sure you got a lot of duplication out there. So that's a second approach. And then the third approach is kind of the champion approach. And if you listen to our episode about finding the right people in your organization to help you, the champion approach might be look for a part of the organization that's been with you all along, that's excited to make a change, that has an idea and go with it. Even if it's not your highest priority, might objectively speaking, not be the biggest risk you're facing. Let's go with it because we can make a difference. And then you have a success story to pull to pull that group along and have them start talking to the rest of the organization for you. What do you think about those ideas, Lee? In terms of the ideas, I think they're great. In terms of which ones I which one I like the most, to be honest with you, the risk tolerance to me makes the most sense, but not many organizations really do it, right? Really, it jumps into, yeah, we have a lot of duplication, our stuff is everywhere, and somebody is a champion that kind of leads the path to say, here's how we're going to work through this. But in my opinion, again, if you took the risk tolerance approach and you assess the organization in terms of how do they feel about getting rid of things, how do they feel about getting rid of things that are X amount of years old, 
it helps the other areas. It helps get rid of duplication because now you know what your organization is willing to do and willing to, to, to commit to. It helps with duplication. It causes more champions to shine because you got the C-suite together to do the risk tolerance and they all agreed that, yes, we're going to delete stuff that's 30 years old. Anything past that in storage, whatever, I don't care, get rid of it. And that is a method, right? As long as it's documented and as long as everyone agrees to it at, at the management level, that can be part of your risk tolerance assessment to have those decisions made. And it, it kind of helps an organization move along this whole process. Those are my thoughts. I think you're right. I think that the risk tolerance assessment is the, the strongest approach we have to prioritization. And we have done that, I want to say four times over the years, really had clients that have dived into that with us. And in all four cases, it's been extremely valuable, not just for their information governance program and the immediate next steps of what, what did they take on first, but it really helped the clients talk with their peers, their managers, the leadership of their companies to be able to say, we're aligned with our overarching risk management profile here at X company. And we see these information governance items as either helping or hurting us in managing risk. And it helps to build that business case. So I agree with you, that is our strongest approach. And I mentioned that um, the way we look at it is bring people together. You can use that same stakeholder group that you've been working with. If, if you can, as Lee mentioned, if you can bring in uh, the C-suite, that's awesome. We don't often get the whole C-suite, but we have on occasion gotten COO, CFO, certainly chief legal officer and, I, and CIO involved in that risk assessment process. And it's been very powerful. It's powerful in the, in the meeting where you get real impact you know, real world impact. How will this hurt us if it happens? And we've done pieces of this, even in other organizations where we haven't gotten the whole thing done. There have been pieces of it in different places. And I can remember in a project you and I worked on, Lee, a while ago for a multi, an international recruiting firm. And the CEO came in and he said, the risk here is reputational. If, if something goes wrong, in that case, it was privacy data breach they were worried about. If that goes wrong, the hit to our reputation is we're done. And that was their biggest risk. And everyone in the room understood that. So that was a huge impact in terms of how to move forward there. So I like that one. I like that one a lot. I think and, it helps and, make some prioritization uh, selections at the same time. Agreed. But if you can't get your, your group there, if you can't get your stakeholder group to really focus on the risk side because they're moving too fast, okay, then let's look at the find your data approach. And like I said, this is a really helpful one if you have a big, you know, sprawly kind of company where you've grown very quickly or you've grown by acquisition. Sadly, managing information is never the first thing on anybody's mind when they start a new company. Everyone expects the data will take care of itself. 
we as information governance professionals and all of you listening, you know that's not true, <laughs> but people still continue to think that. And so figuring out what you've got is a, is a big deal. And I'm gonna just give a little foreshadow of one of our tools is called an enterprise information map. And I'm, we're gonna talk about that in some future episodes because that's our approach to figuring out what the data is. And along with that, especially, it's really good to look at what you've got in offsite storage. So there's a couple of, couple of things we can do around the find your data approach. And then last but not least is that champion approach. And we spent a whole episode earlier on finding champions, finding people to help you because, and I think we've said it a few times, but it's worth saying again, information management is really about behavior. It's about your, your team, your employees, the employees in a company, how do they interact with the information that they need to do their jobs? How do they store it? How do they share it? How do they find it? And so if you've got a group in your company that's excited to make a difference, they've figured out what they want to do next, then that's a good place to begin, even if their problem seems small compared to some of the other things, because excited and dedicated and focused people trying to make a difference will have a huge impact on your overarching IG program, your information governance program. More, I totally agree with that point that excited and focused people are, are an area that you should uh, concentrate on first because that's going to get projects done and, and getting things done and showing progress is always a key aspect. Maybe someone like that or a group like that you use as a pilot group and you showcase that pilot group to the rest of the organization. Agreed. These are just some ideas on how to approach priorities. One other thing that I just want to say before we wrap up today is that in each organization, when we've looked at priorities, we've obviously not done this in a vacuum. We recommend things to our clients. We work with them and their peers on what are the priorities for the business? Is it, are they in cost-saving mode? In which case that find your data approach, especially in offsite storage and getting rid of duplicates is a big plus. Are they in a risk management, risk mitigation activity, in which case your risk tolerance approach is a really good one? Are they a very slow to change consensus moving, consensus building kind of organization, in which case that champion approach is going to rise to the top? There's no right answer here. Any one of these can work. The critical thing is thinking through the problems, thinking through the risks, and working together to figure out where to start because any place you start is going to be good. All right, folks, you've heard us on prioritization approaches and we're going to move forward on different things. Um, in the next couple of episodes, you'll hear about some of the tools and techniques that we apply once we've done the prioritizations. Excellent. Well, you do the ending too, Mark. You did the beginning. You might as well do the endings and take, take both of my jobs. I'm just filling in for today. All right. Thank you everyone for listening to What Counts by Trailblazer Consulting. And if you are looking for more information about information management, please check our website, trailblazer.us.com or send us an email at info at trailblazer.us.com. Thank you very much. Thank you all. Mm -hmm.